welcome to the Let's Talk Autism podcast. We are officially one year old. I'm Michelle Davey. This is my co-host. I'm Crystal and happy birthday. Oh, happy birthday to you too. No, happy birthday to you. <laughs> oh my goodness. One <laughs> and you're one years old. You look so much older. <laughs> <laughs> the crow's feet are telling lies. But... <laughs> It's their one year. Can you believe this is our one year anniversary? Can I believe that we're one years old? I cannot. I can't. It was just an idea. And then we ran with it. Yeah. And then we was a few weeks in. And then all of a sudden, here we are one year later. It's truly amazing. I can't believe it. I know, I know. And just so many guests, Christelle. I'd love to work out. We must have had 100 guests because we did like the 49 episodes in a week. So we've easily had 100 guests now. Wow. 100 people. That's amazing. I know. I know. We've had so many laughs along the way. Tears. Yes. Tears. <laughs> laughs. It's been great. I'm just so glad that we're here and we're still doing this, this little gem of an idea that I had. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know what? Yeah, I actually thought at one point I thought, I don't know how long we'll be able to do this for because we're going to run out of content. (laughs) But you doubted us. When did you doubt us? No, but I just thought, I thought, okay, maybe we could do it for maybe three months. Because I was just thinking, you know, I wouldn't want to do something if the, the content is not good. Yeah. Do you understand? So... Here we are. How many episodes in? I can't even remember. Mm-hmm. And we're still going strong, very strong, you know. So I think very thankful. What, see, this is the thing, Crystal. It will always have content because there's always things to speak about this, and there's always people passionate to share their stories with us. And yeah. you know, today I'm really excited. We've got Dan, Dan the man, Dan the man. Catch yeah. me if you can. My name is Dan, and I'm your man. He is okay. coming on. <laughs> That's an old song my dad used to sing. Yes, I'm really excited today. We've got Dan coming on and he's going to be talking about ADHD. I harassed Dan into coming on. I didn't really. That sounds really bad about me. But I was just like, Dan, come on. Really great. Like, oh, yeah, ADHD. (laughs) Do you want to come on my podcast? (laughs) You know, it's just those conversations though, isn't it? You know, we have these Mm. conversations with people and we're meeting new people. And yeah, just fantastic. Shall we get Dan on for our one year (laughs) anniversary episode? Come on down, Dan. Come on down, Dan. Here comes Dan. What am I saying, Dan? Dan. Come come on down, Dan. I can't say Dan. Dan. (laughs) Danny. Hello and welcoming on to the Let's Talk Autism podcast. We have got Dan from Instagram account, aka underscore underscore Hunter. Hello, Dan. Hello. How are we? Very good. Now, Dan, do you know how special you are? Because you are on our one year anniversary podcast episode. This is our birthday. You did not tell me that before this was happening. Now there's so much more pressure. (laughs) (laughs) I know, they're used to you saying you felt a little bit nervous and now like, yeah, you've really got to deliver because this is the most important episode we've ever done. Right, no pressure. Yeah, okay, cool. You didn't even wear your (laughs) pants. Stretch out. (laughs) (laughs) Now, Dan, me and you got speaking in a coffee shop. Yes. And because I like to scout out people and just be annoying, like, oh, you should add us on Instagram. Oh, all right. Yeah. That's exactly how it went down as well. <laughs> it really was. My husband was just like standing there, like eye rolling, like, 
God's how sake. many times has he been through that yeah <laughs> plenty and um so yeah we we started talking and you were speaking about your son mm. and that your son has an ADHD diagnosis mm. and that you actually have an ADHD diagnosis too yes yeah, so yeah. can you tell us a little bit about when you was diagnosed and yeah sort of what ADHD is because we've actually I mean the podcast is called let's talk autism and additional needs I don't think we've really covered ADHD much have we Chris yet no we haven't it's one of the ones that we haven't yeah right. so tell us a little bit about it ADHD is one of them strange ones because there's such a wide spectrum of like variants of ADHD like you have like the very very extreme cases like you always hear about these people with ASBOs and stuff like that when we were younger and everything like that and it, that's much more of a side of ADHD where so you'll get a thought into your brain and because of ADHD the brain like develops differently the, the frontal lobe which is acts as a filter basically doesn't work and so they'll be like I wonder what it's like to petrol bomb a car and then they'll petrol bomb a car and then afterwards they'll be like ah. Oh, I should not have done that. So it's very strange, but my form of ADHD is much more like not the hyperactive side or that side of things. It's just like the intent. It's more ADD, which is Americanized. It's not an English diagnosis to get ADD. Yeah, because that's there's two, isn't there? There's ADD and ADHD. Mm. So ADD is more American. Yeah, ADD doesn't actually exist in the UK. Right. Yeah. I never knew that. Mm, I only but, found that well, out when I got diagnosed, when I went to the doctors initially. Because I know ADHD is, I think, is it attention deficit? Hyperactive disorder. Yes, thank you very much. Mm. <laughs> and so don't, what is ADD? ADD is literally attention deficit disorder, okay. uh, which is what <laughs> the story of me getting diagnosed is actually so dumb. I went to the doctors uh, after making an appointment. I took my mum with me because like, I was like, she knows everything. Like, I forget so much. It's unreal like you think I have like the memory of a six-year-old man it's crazy and then I brought my mum with me and I sat down with this lady the doctor and was basically saying to her like I want to get tested for ADD and she was like okay are you fine are you comfortable talking about this in front of your mum I was like yeah and she was like okay are you sexually active what does this have to do with what? anything like <laughs> that's when you were like okay mum get out <laughs> yeah I was like okay uh like yes but what's that got to do with this is she like could do you use protection I was like the where is this going? My mum is laughing behind me. She's clocked onto what's happening. And then this lady says, what STDs do you want to get tested for? Oh. <laughs> I wish I was making this up. Like, I'm not. I, 100% I'm not making this up. Did she mishear you? 100%. And then oh, I said, no, I want to get tested for ADD. And she went, what's that? No. So, yeah. Yeah, that was a really interesting. So what little... happened after they mistakenly <laughs> thought you had STDs? What happened after? <laughs> Basically, I got, tra um, not transferred, but I got uh, referred to Fullborn. There is a yeah. hospital there which focuses around uh, like mental illnesses and stuff like that and trauma people with trauma and stuff like this and then i had a basically a sit down meeting with they asked me to bring a friend a very close friend and a relative and so i brought my mom and my best friend joe and we sat down with this doctor who just went through questions after questions after questions and like asking them to as well and yeah after how old that is you then if you don't mind me asking 19 wow okay very old to get diagnosed with adhd um but yeah and so did all that and then I went through a year's worth of uh, like therapy for ADHD, trying tons of different drugs, testing out stuff. And yeah, that, that's basically how I got diagnosed. Do you feel like your ADHD affected you in school, even though obviously at that time you didn't know that you had ADHD? But in school, when you're looking back now, do you think that the ADHD affected you 
in any way thing is through primary school and all that sort of stuff i was actually pretty much deaf uh because of blue ear and so most of my teachers just put everything down to that uh, and they were really good with me they helped me a lot and everything like this but as i got into secondary school and i didn't have blue ear anymore it was kind of a case of like no i like cannot focus on anything if i was not interested i was looking out the window i was looking at the birds i would then my brain would go to a place of like i wonder where their nest is i wonder how old they are i wonder how long they've been flying i wonder what it's like to fly and it was like oh i wonder what the, the sky looks like above the clouds and my brain would just do that for hours and did nothing in school pretty much failed every exam i had and and behavior wise like how how was you behavior wise as you say you know you gave that example at the start of really impulsive behavior but you said you didn't quite have you don't quite have that impulsive yeah, sort of not, side. Not the extreme of that impulsive. That extreme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, but like, I am very impulsive. Like, it's just kind of like that sounds like a good idea. I'm gonna do it, and then afterwards, I'm like, I probably should have done that. <laughs> but like, it's not to the extreme of like I'm gonna petrol. If like, if my brain went, I wonder what it's like to petrol bomb a car. I would kind of think it'd look pretty cool. I think, but I'm not gonna do it because that's not okay. So I like I'm lucky to have that kind of filter, but there is times where it's just like, ah, uh, uh, I actually have a story about that. <laughs> you go on, you can tell us. Oh dear, tell us. this is a safe space. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. when I started in hospitality, uh, I started. You know, wild. When that first opened up, I was one of the first members they hired on board. And after about two weeks of working there, after we'd opened up initially, um, I was going to get a dessert that I was like I'd ordered for a customer that they had ordered, and my brain went pick up the cheesecake i was like yeah okay no worries i'm gonna pick up the cheesecake and instead of picking up by the plate i just grabbed the <laughs> cheesecake and squeezed it and then i just kind of was like huh this isn't normal <laughs> my supervisor staring at me like are you okay so do you tell your employers that you have adhd yes every time yeah i have to <laughs> okay and and so at that point had you been diagnosed uh no i started wildwood when i was 17 so still two years after until i was diagnosed how did they react when you you told them I, I wasn't with wildwood anymore but i was with another it's a hotel just up the road and they, my manager at the time was just like it makes sense now they were you yeah. know they were accommodating to, to a degree like i kind of view my adhd as like a superpower which is a really weird thing to say because i can be tired i could be sleepy as anything like crying because i'm that tired like you know when you reach that level of sleepiness but i can just keep going i was going to ask you about sleep yeah so with sleep was you able to sleep as a child because a lot of people don't <laughs> know if it's a stereotype with adhd it's kind of like sleep is kind of non-existent yeah that sounds about right I did not sleep as a child. Like, you could ask my mum. She was like, no, I never slept. Yeah. Was never, I was never a night person. Like, during the day, sleep all time. Uh, but nighttime, like, to fit into the normal standards of regulated routine that has just been normalised throughout everyone, I can't sleep during nighttime. Mm. And what about now? No, can't sleep now. Do, have like, you ever... I'm took... actually going to, to... I've actually emailed, a, like, a specialist therapist to talk about... Um, like getting sleep help with social cues and things like that does your ADHD affect your sort of social skills social cues sort of thing in front of people sort of in conversation and things like that is so socially how has the ADHD affected you I don't know like because I've been in hospitality for so long so I've been customer facing for nine years now I don't think it's like affected me that badly because it was kind of ingrained into me very early 
how to talk to people but i do get that urge like that it's not a case of you being rude and trying to interrupt it's kind of like oh i have a point to make on this subject can i please make it now um but instead of saying i have a point to make on this subject can i please say it now you're just like by the way this happened and sometimes yeah. people kind of take that the wrong way and they just think like it's not always about you and it's like no i'm not trying to make it about me it's just i have something to add to this conversation yeah <laughs> it's a weird one dan you dance how did you um firstly get into dance my sister started dancing before i did and i used to just go along with my parents and to drop her off and sit in the studio or not the studio but sit in like the waiting area and um the last who ran this, the Oxygen Studios at the time, Catherine, she actually asked me to, she was like, do you want to do something? And I was like, what? Like, I'm happy just sitting here looking at everything. Um, she's like, do you want to go to a singing class? I was like, sure, why not? I did the singing class. And then the next week, she's like, do you want to do a dancing class? And she didn't like charge my parents for any of this. And then it literally, I did jazz. Yeah, it was jazz first. Then I got onto street, uh, not street dance, that came like four years down the line. Uh, then I got into ballet and musical theater and all of that sort of stuff and then went to street dance and now i like now i do crump yeah yeah so i was it. just thinking even with dance there is a level of concentration mm. that you would need so do you think it helped you with concentrating and staying focused i'm not you're, you're, you're nodding not at that all now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh in terms of like adhd and dancing the form i like crump what i do now it doesn't require that level of like focus it's much more of just about like freedom of expression like a release yeah 100 i i use it as what i would call a mu moving meditation mm. and, and get into what is known as the artist flow or artist or flow state mm. i think it's called you have to teach yeah. me and me a few moves <laughs> we, might, we, we might do a little something on saturday for our anniversary <laughs> we should do it was it a crump dance for our uh, anniversary gig 100 let's, let's do it <laughs> Listen, I can't dance at all. Christelle will tell you this, right? <laughs> Unless I'm absolutely hammered, I just jump about on the same spot. It's fine. But now, how we originally started our conversation, Dan, when me and you were speaking one day, was that you're speaking about your son. You've mm. got a son, and your son has been diagnosed also, hasn't he? Mm. It's very like it's so close to being finalized. It's like just a case of just keep pushing, keep pushing, because I know he's got it, and I just want him to grow up with the the, the kind of thing of. Yeah, this is what I've got. This explains everything. Yeah. How important is that for you that your little boy has that support? I, very, because I know what I grew up with. And although you know, like my parents supported me through everything, like my teachers are very good with me uh, through primary school. But like secondary school, it's just a case of like, no, it, what's the word? Report cards were always the same. He's yeah. very bright. He's got a lot of potential, but he doesn't pay attention. And he's distracting everyone else in class. I know that... Um when we were growing up and obviously we didn't know much about special educational needs i think we i think we've spoken about this loads of times haven't yeah. we Misha, that yeah. there was a lot of children that were in our classes or in our year that would just be labeled as naughty yeah, they right. just they say oh he's got loads of energy and when we look back at it we just think wow like a lot of people just didn't get that help so no. you know i can understand that it's so important for it's um, like early intervention going through school you always kind of associated adhd with the ones who were just like mental like they would constantly be running around they constantly moving everything like that whereas it's not that like i have a very weirdly specific number after my adhd like diagnosis and that apparently is very much focused on my specific type oh right um, so there's different numbers for the different degrees of adhd or i, I like i don't know how like how much it delves into but like I can't, I'll have to try and find the bit of paper that I've got. It says like 
Daniel Flood, ADHD, and it's got a weird number afterwards. Yeah, it's difficult because everyone associates ADHD with the people who are just like constantly rammed up yeah. with energy. Um, and trying to trying to get that diagnosis like finalized for him right now is a constant battle of, but he's five and it's kind of like, but I know what I was like. Yeah, and are the school being supportive of that? Yeah, his teacher um, is actually like, beyond really helpful with it like he's top of his class he's moving up his reading is year two he's in year one his maths class he's been moved to a special class because he's far ahead of everyone else like I don't know where the hell he gets this from (laughs) does he present in the ADHD the same as you do so he's not like completely sort of as you say the stereotype that people assume with ADHD of the hyper sort of bouncing off the walls he's he's more just sort of how you was describing yourself there yeah it's his his attention he can hyper focus on certain things but everything else to get him to do it like it's such a menial task is so difficult it's like i'll have to tell him four five ten times to just do one tiny little thing and again it's not a case of him being five because i can see his attention going to something else like he then he'll go like oh do you know there's a spider in the corner i'm like no that's not what i was talking about (laughs) As well, Dan, do you know if you like lose your keys and lose everything and just general absolute mayhem disorganization? Is that something that comes into it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's a case of like, I'll put something down, I'll go away, I'll come back. And this is actually quite a common thing, which I learned recently is people with ADHD suffer with like just looking for something. It's like if you've got a bunch of things in front of you and you're trying to find one specific thing, you cannot find it. Yeah. Like there's that that very like kind of funny thing with like, oh, someone will lose something, their mum will come in and they'll find it instantly. My mum does it every every single freaking time. It's mental. She'll open up a drawer and be like, it's there. And I'm like, I looked in that drawer five times. <laughs> it definitely wasn't there. You're a witch. <laughs> That's my life. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much, Danny. It's been such a pleasure speaking to you. I'm so glad that you've joined us for our birthday celebrations. You have to sing to us now. That is the rule. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> I'll you do see it. his face. He's like, um, okay. You, did, you did say that you um singing lessons. So. Oh, oh, okay. That's yeah. Fine. You and Christelle want to do it. You don't have to. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear. Let's not talk to some podcast. <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Happy birthday to you. Woo! Oh, he, he, needs to, he needs to go on top of the pops. I know. I don't have <laughs> a. Uh, I don't have a good enough sub story to win though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Christelle always sits there, right? Did you know that Christelle's got like a voice of an angel? What's it you do, like Christelle, like gospel choir and everything, don't you? She's just got like this amazing, amazing Oof. voice. And I, she I can hold it all yeah. secret. <laughs> no, she's amazing. So like, absolutely I, I amazing. And uh, every week I go into a little song and Christelle's like, <laughs> so it's say that. People, people think, oh, I need to go on X Factor or something. Like, you do. You would win. You would actually win. Good. I'm biased. But oh, thank you so you. much, Dan. Where can we find you again? aka underscore underscore hunter on instagram and we can check out all your dance moves over yeah, there definitely. i feel like we're a really old person like oh you can like do you know, like when your dad used to say to you like um oh, chris like my dad goes oh you can dance on those discos uh so disco that is called club like that is how oh. i'm talking to you dan like oh look we can check out all your dance moves over there yes dan yeah go see him oh, dance Christ. on the street <laughs> you're doing that street dancing sort of thing are you yeah all the time <laughs>
<laughs> oh, thanks so much, Dan. It's been a pleasure. All right. Thank you very much for having me. Ta-ra. See you later. Bye. Bye. That was the lovely Dan from AKA underscore underscore Hunter. Underscore underscore. <laughs> <laughs> He's cool, dude. As I say, feel about 100 years old now. Thanks, Dan. I, I know, but that was, wasn't that good, Mish? Yeah, great, great conversation. And um, yeah, definitely can't wait to have Dan back on. He's told us that he's going to come back on and speak to us. So another amazing guest. And, you know, we've had so many amazing guests that we've actually learned so much from. You know, I was talking to someone the other day and they yeah. said to me, oh, have you done a course on this or something? And I said, no. I've just learned all of these things on the Let's Talk Autism podcast because we have an array of information on different things from from what we've we spoken about, Mish. Obviously, autism, ADHD now, yeah, Tourette's, yeah, PDA, everything, Christelle. I mean, even the ones that we have gone back and revisited each time. Mm. I think what the, the beauty of the podcast is, is that each time I guess everybody has a different experience, whether we're yes. speaking to a parent of an autistic child, an mm. autistic person, mm-hmm. um, somebody with ADHD, somebody with Tourette's, everybody's yeah. got such different backgrounds, such different experiences. And young and old. Young, old, yeah. And that's what we even had the, the kids take over. How dare they? But um, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's been brilliant. One year, and I know that it's going to keep going strong, Christelle. And I just want to say thank you for being by my side throughout it. Well, no, thank you, Michelle, for, you know, I know we both carry the weight of the podcast on our shoulders, but I won't lie. She does do all the editing. So have to give her props for all that. But the rest of it is all me. <laughs> Do you, know, do you know, like, I was going to say, like, oh, when I, when <laughs> we've said this before, it may, I could teach you, Christelle, like, you know, and you could do some of the editing, but we both know that I like to be in control of all of this. Sort of yeah, stuff. she'll say, okay, she'll say, yeah, Chris, we're going to sit down one day, then I'm going to show you how to do this. Ever. But if I did it, she'd be like, no, no, I don't like it. No, 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 no. Let me, let me do it. Let me do it. And I'd be not, like, okay. I'm not control freak, but just like everything my own way. But, um. She's a control freak. <laughs> <laughs> one year on Christelle I think you should sing us out with a happy birthday song because you have got the nice voice no oh <laughs> Misha your face is so funny oh thank you for saying I've got a nice voice but I'm just gonna sing one just time because one time I is... give you a compliment and you just throw it back in my face we'll just keep it humble here okay happy birthday to you Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Let's talk autism podcast. podcast. <laughs> Happy birthday to you. Now, Michelle's turn. Happy birthday! To- <laughs> I thought you was gonna do happy birthday to you. That's what I you gonna do. I didn't want to show you up after that. I told you, I told you she could sing. I told you she could sing. Everybody, but that is. Just- do you know what I think I really? Do you know because of like it's a one year anniversary of when we last done the podcast and I got drunk at the start of it. I feel like it's like this is the time for me to get drunk again from this time last year and celebrate one year of the podcast. Yeah, so I'll, I'll, st- I'll stick to my Fanta. Let's go. 
Cheers, everyone. Toodle pip. Toodles.